Good evening, everyone. Oh, friends. Um, we have uh, these scriptures. One, not the second one. The second one, St. Paul's always serious. Uh, but the first and second read, the, the first read in the gospel are rather humorous uh, for me. But my friends, uh, there are times when uh, we have met somebody for the first time. And uh, for example, um, we already have an idea or notion about what that person is like uh, because of something we might have heard about them or something that might have been said about them. Uh, this happens often when a new pastor comes. Like when I came, I had anxiety because I know some of you have been snooping already online uh, looking, <laughs> looking to find out about me. Um, and, or someone would have said something to you about me and you would have already had an idea uh, formed in your head about me. And um, the thing about that is such notions influence our way of relating to that person, uh, or it may actually prevent us from relating at all. And uh, in the same way, one's image of God, whether positive or negative, can have an influence on in how that person relates to uh, communicate to us that God is angry, and I serve a God that's filled with joy. <laughs> uh, we can do things that displeases him, but you're not going to steal his joy from him. <laughs> So, in our first reading, we are given a very interesting and uh, what I consider to be a very amusing image of God. Um, you know, uh, Abraham refers to him as Yahweh. So, Yahweh uh, seems to be running a flea market. <laughs> and Abraham is haggling with God over the price he is charging. <laughs> and uh, I laugh because uh, when I went to uh, Mexico, one of the places I went to was Puerto Vallarta. And they have a big, huge market, a flea market. And it is customary when you go there, uh, you go to buy something, and when they give you the price, you just don't accept that. You haggle with them. Well, I didn't know that. And they told me, dos cincuenta centavos, and you're, oh, so no problem. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tanto, which means silly, tanto. And my friends that were with me, who, uh, my friends who are Mexican, were laughing at me. And, I, and, and they said, oh. I said, okay. Uh, how much is it? Dos cincuenta centavos, senor. Okay. No, 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 no. That's not how you do it. <laughs> they wanted you to argue with them. It's customary. How dare you insult them <laughs> by not arguing with them about the price? So as I read the gospel, the first reading, this image came to mind of Puerto Vallarta. And I'm like, here is Abraham haggling with God. Um, and uh, uh, although the metaphor is transferred to the issue of God's punishment of Sodom, uh, the action is very much that of the marketplace. And then, of course, the knights are out there <laughs> having their garage sale, which is even more funny because I thought, look at this reading I have. And the knights are out there, and you know the people are haggling over there. It's a garage sale. I'll give you a dollar for it. <laughs> and the knights, hmm. Okay. Abraham is doing a great job of getting Yahweh down on the price. Uh, and in the end, Sodom will be saved if only 10 people, just people, are found. I mean, it's funny. Is it just me? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really funny. And uh, it gives us an amazing image of God uh, who seems to be ready to negotiate a deal <laughs> with Abraham. And I have to be careful how far I take this. Uh, but 
there's also something else about this image. Yahweh's image in the story is that of a God who is ready to do business with any reasonable person. Now, I'm assuming all of you who are sitting here are reasonable people. Is grandma reasonable or is she unreasonable? Is she reasonable? Yeah, you're saying that now I and mean, let her go to the bathroom and I'll ask you again. <laughs> My friends, uh, this is but one image of, of God that we find in the books of the Bible. And um, Genesis 18.1 uh, from last week's reading uh, I found something humorous there, too. God is imaged as a stranger. Remember, we talked about that. There's three of them, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. But this, uh, God is imaged as a stranger to Abraham, and as Abraham is sitting at the entrance of his tent. And Abraham offers his guests, these visitors, who he doesn't know, hospitality. And the grateful visitor, which we know is God, um, still in the guise as a stranger, tells Abraham that his elderly old wife, uh, Sarah will be having a child within a year. What we didn't read in the lectionary is that Sarah hears what the stranger is saying, in the t and she laughs and says such nonsense. She actually says something else, but I am not repeating it with <laughs> because it's funny. It's even funnier. But, um, but then she is confronted about it, um, and because she's confronted, she becomes afraid, and so she says, I did not laugh. You see, the stranger, uh, it is God, comes to her and says, yes, you did laugh at me. <laughs> this is God she's talking to. Come on, you guys. This is funny stuff. <laughs> it, it must be me. No wonder I got in trouble all the time with my professors in the seminary. I found humor in just everything they said to me. But in there, he actually responds to her and says, yes, you did laugh at me. This is a great image of God. It's funny. But it also shows a God who wants to be a part of your life. A God who confronts doubters. This is really incredible. A God who confronts doubters and who rewards, rewards generously those who will accept him. This story reminds us, too, of what Jesus said, that anyone who welcomes his disciples also welcomes him. And, my friends, Genesis uh, 32, 22, there are another amazing image to 22, because I know you go on and go and read this. He's pictured as a wrestler who is unable to defeat Jacob. Not God is unable to defeat Jacob. Oh, come on, you guys. This is funny. <laughs> Jacob is his opponent. Uh, Jacob does not realize who he's fighting with, and it's God. Uh, it's a wrestling match. Um, now it gets a little bit rough, and Jaf Jacob actually gets hurt, and um, he's left with a limp. And, uh, but he refuses to release his opponent, which we know is God, and so uh, the person blesses him. And uh, the, the image of God who wounds and blesses at the same time is a striking symbol for us, uh, particularly on our spiritual journey. Uh, that we are all called to make, a journey where sometimes through the experience of darkness or being wounded, uh, we also experience God's presence and blessing. One of the more endearing images of God is found in Isaiah, where God is likened to a mother uh, who does not forget her child. And uh, in the New Testament, God is likened to a hen uh, who gathers 
her chicks under her wings to care for, for them. And that's Luke 13, 34. There are many other images of God throughout the Bible, such as creator, you'll find that in Isaiah 45, a judge, Hebrews chapter 12, a king that's scattered all about the Old Testament and New Testament, a shepherd, uh, even in Old Testament, Ezekiel 34, 8, and father, John 20, line 17. Jesus uh, also presents... Um, a parable where God is likened to a woman who has lost something and uh, she sweeps her house carefully and then joyfully, having found the coin, uh, 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 and then there's the generous vineyard owner who hires unemployed day laborers uh, even late in the afternoon and he pays all of them the same price. And ultimately, my friends, in Jesus we have uh, a God who loves you so much that he died on the cross for you. Luke 23, John 19. I bring these forward for you because I want you, I want you to have joy. I want you to have joy about God. Not to fear him. If you've done something to upset him, talk to him. Look what Abraham did. <laughs> Go and talk to him. He desires to be in relationship with you. As each of you reflect then on Jesus' words in the gospel proclaimed today about our approach in prayer and about God, calling God Father. And in the Greek, it's not Father. It's Dad. Or Papa. Papa. Know that you can bring to the richness of your life and to your prayer life these long biblical traditions of these many wonderful images of your God and mine. This should bring you great comfort. And what we learn from these images is the great diversity of our God and the adaptability to our human situation that God constantly is doing and God's immense longing to be in relationship with each one of you. These images invite us uh, to get acquainted and involved with God, I would hope, and uh, to not be afraid of him. And moreover, it gives each of us, well, it does me, great hope and the promise of having a vital and rewarding and even exciting dynamic relationship with God, who we know is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. If you're going to haggle with them, at least keep a sense of humor about it. <laughs>